Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. If storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now, it's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but... Ultimately, it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like... <laughs> and we are back. This is uh, the Big Gold Belt Podcast, and this is a uh, happy new year because we have not done anything as of 2018, but uh, we took a little vacation in the beginning of the year to... Uh, Relax, enjoy, and, you know, quality time. Also, we put together our website and stuff like that. So, quietly, we haven't been podcasting, but we've been doing things. But we're back, and uh, we're getting ready to start off the year on a very, very exciting note. Um, I'm Two Chains. I got my co-host, Jamal, here. What's going on, man? Not that much. How are you? Good. Happy Rusev Day. Oh, that's that's a thing? (laughs) Every day. Every day is Rusev Day. <laughs> but okay. like I said, today's a special episode, and I got two special guests, and we have a lot to talk to them about. We have Mike Papa Hales and Jeremy Snyder, the founders and creators of the Making Talents Classic. How you doing, fellas? I'm doing great tonight. Getting excited. We're moving in on uh, May here before too much longer. And uh, happy to have Jeremy join me tonight because this this uh, creation is kind of our our baby together. We put this thing together, uh, the two of us. Awesome, yeah. And now and I'll be uh, really really curious. I I, I want to know the mindset. I want to know maybe the doubts and and ultimately how do we get into the complete preparation of building what's going to be one hell of a time come May down in Nashville. So I'm going to talk. I guess I'll talk a little bit, and then I'll let Jeremy say, uh, say what he needs to say. Because, uh, as I said, this has been a joint project between the two of us. It hasn't been uh, me, and it hasn't been Jeremy. It's been the two of us working together from the very beginning. Um, Jeremy and I met uh, a couple of years ago uh, on the circuit of going to various indie shows around the country because. He travels to a, a great large number of shows, and I do as well. And uh, we connected on social media, and we ended up meeting uh, maybe a year and a half ago, uh, somewhere around in there, uh, and uh, began talking about all the great wrestlers that we'd seen. Um, and we both have a real interest in women's wrestling. Uh, this has been a mission for me because – I'm an old guy. I'm, I'm almost 66 years old. And women's wrestling was either overlooked, uh, underrated, or treated very badly over the course of the history of professional wrestling. Uh, women have had to fight and scratch and dig for every bit of respect and every bit of positive press and whatnot that they've been able to get. Women actually won me over. I was not ever planning to be a promoter of any kind. 
that was not my intention. I've always enjoyed going to shows. I've followed wrestling for really over 60 years since I was just a little tyke. But as I began to go to more and more shows over the past three years, I began to watch the women very closely, and I thought, oh, my God, these women are great. But they aren't getting the press. They aren't getting the recognition. They aren't getting treated as they should be treated, which is as professional wrestlers, uh, people that can uh, sell, people that can strike, people that can tell a story, that can bring the fans into what's happening in the ring and uh, just uh, providing superb performance art. So as I began to see this, I realized, hey, this is an opportunity for me to showcase to other people what I've learned myself, which is how great women's wrestling can be and how it should be accepted as just professional wrestling. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with gender to me. A great match is a great match. Look, I've seen three fantastic matches just in the last week. One of them was an NXT match, which didn't involve women. It was uh, Johnny Gargano and, and Almas, which yeah, was a we, fabulous match. We were there. Then I also uh, watched uh, Sasha Banks and Asuka in an incredible match. And the Royal Rumble, the men and the women, personally, I love the women's match of the Royal Rumble. I thought it was put together fantastically. But my point is, I've seen three great matches. I'm not looking at, it was it a male or was it a female? And I think it's high time that people that follow wrestling, that love independent wrestling, realize how great wrestling is no matter what a person's gender is. I don't care whether a person is a, a male or a female. I don't care what their race is. I don't care what their religion is. I don't care about uh, their sexual orientation. None of that means anything to me. I'm looking for great wrestling. But I think it's important for people to understand how far women have come and how fantastic they are. And I, I look for the day when we just say, like that Sasha and Asuka match, oh, my God, that was an incredible match. I don't care about the gender of the participants. Can I ask you about that real quick? So it seems that uh, specifically WWE, where they have a great women's match that just happens to be a great match put together by women, they'll drive home the point of it being a great women's match by saying, look at these women go. I find that a bit disingenuous when you say that it's a great women's match as if it's, if it's you're saying it with an asterisk, like this is something abnormal. Why can't a great match be a great match? Uh, but my question is, where do you, what do you think uh, needs to happen to break that stigma, to break that stereotype of men's wrestling and then women's wrestling? You know, that's going to be, it's going to be hard to break the stigma, but it needs to happen. And I've been guilty of, of it myself. I have been known to say, oh, that was a fantastic woman's match. I want to try to get away from that. I want myself to say, hey, that was just a damn great wrestling match. And making that transition is not easy because we all suffer from cultural bias we all suffer from things in our history and in our past that, that have us 
in a certain mindset, and we have to break away from that. And that's never easy. Um, I'm going to do my level best to break away from that as much as I can. But at the same time, I am pro proclaiming that my intention with the Making Towns Classic is I want it to be a showcase for women wrestlers. Not a showcase for women, but a showcase for wrestlers. And I happen to have invited 16 of the best independent women uh, around to, to be a part of it. Now, you did mention uh, you and Jeremy met um, via social media, and um, both are very big advocates of traveling for wrestling events. I want to I, I know, because obviously the wrestling community seems to be a safe place for most people to uh, meet new people and create bonds. I, I want to know what really gravitated to each other to go into partnership and also in business as well to, to create this spectacle, which is going to happen in May. I'm going to let, I'm going to let Jeremy address that a little bit. Jeremy, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I can um, talk about that. So as Papa said, we met about a year and a half ago. Um, well, we got tired of going to shows um, when you go to the show and there's not one women's match on the show, but there's five or six of the local women or even top wrestlers at the show who weren't even offered a chance even to wrestle on the show. I've lost count how many shows um, we attended that didn't have one single women's match on it. And, and yeah, we have top companies out there doing work, but I don't believe they're running enough to give the women a place to showcase their talent. Um, I'm a big fan of Shimmer, Rise, and Queen of Combat. And if I missed any others, I watched so much um, female wrestling matches. Of the 16 women that we booked, um, we've watched at least one match live of everybody on their show. And that's all the way going from um, all the way to D.C. or even all the way to Boston. I've been all the way to L.A. and see, to watch wrestling this year. So, and our partnership came about, and we, we just, Probably one day we were sitting in an IHOP. Um, I think it happened in Nashville where this, um, we talked about it, but he got pretty serious when I, I actually flew a red eye. Um, from, um, I, I go to all the Southern Underground Pro shows in Nashville, Tennessee. I believe I've only missed one of their shows, and I live in Dallas, Texas. So um, I flew a red eye after going to a wrestling show out in PWG to make their very first match. Um, Jesse always gives me a shout-out for this. But uh, I'll travel anywhere to watch good wrestling. And that's one thing that's not happening in my area. It's good wrestling. So um, when I flew in, we went to IHOP, and Pop said, I'm serious about running this show. He, he, he gave me the he has the same ideas and thinking that I do. A show should not happen without a women's match on the show or even two. No one's asking for to have three women's match and three men's matches just to book the best wrestlers in your area because that's the only way they're going to get signed eventually they're given a chance so we've gotten pretty serious um after that i don't even remember the month now it's been i've been working on this a lot lately <laughs> but, um that's where it came about i mean and we want to showcase the goal of the show isn't for us to say we're bigger or better than anybody else that isn't our goal we don't even know if we'll make any money or even break even yet to be honest with you guys <laughs> so um 
it's to showcase the talent, as Papa said. The goal is to get them booked in more places in the area where we plan to run. I mean, if you look at it, you have a you have Shimmer and Rise that go to Chicago all the time. Why don't they come down to Tennessee and run? Why not Atlanta, Georgia? I mean, why not? You got Queen of Combats up in um, North Carolina, but other than that, you're not seeing a lot of women's shows outside of the Queen of Combat, Shimmer Rise. You have the one up in the Northeast, and I think they run in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Yeah. Right. But no one's well, running enough. It's interesting, though. The, the, the territories never really died. They just transitioned, you know, in, in the age of the Internet. And it's not just about, you know, you still have your, your Chicago region. You have your St. Louis market. You have your Tampa market and, and Boston and Charlotte. And uh, luckily, thank God, Nova Pro sprung up into the D.C. area and Baltimore's a thing. Uh, but there's still this like the stigma of, of women and they can it's a limiting uh, capacity when you just speak of women's wrestling, which is just kind of bullshit, if you ask me, because a good match is a good match. But I think the interesting thing is about this tournament is that you have um, in the entrance, the 16 entrants and 12 have been announced already that they had to compete to be into the, the match. We saw a match in Nova Pro uh, where. What was it? Jordan, not Jordan Grace. It was a qualifying match in Nova Pro, and that was like if, if a while ago. Don't forgive me. I forget. It was, uh, I believe it was uh, Lainey Luck and uh, Jordan Grace. Right. Pop, okay. Papa, by the way, your your mic is muted. If you can unmute it up top, on top of the screen. But go ahead, Jamal. But yeah, so you had a lot of these qualifying matches. Uh, of the 12 that you've already announced that to be entrants, were there any women that you were rooting for or against or were you just happy to let the field sort of itself out in a uh, survival of the fittest kind of a way well let me correct one thing we did run a couple qualifiers but um, we had companies who were i'm not going to name any names but i'll be honest with you i've gotten a lot of messages since day one that we wanted to do the show and papa's even got some that told us we're crazy we don't know what we're doing we shouldn't be doing this and we had companies who wouldn't hold qualifiers for us. So we had to announce them. Some of the fields are that large and not do qualifiers for some of them. Our goal was okay. to run qualifiers for as many as we could, but it wasn't possible as we don't have the full support of um, other companies. Right. Well, that's, that's even why it's more important that people get their asses down to Nashville. Uh, it's May 12th, a Saturday, in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, is there any reason why Nashville was the city of choice for this event? Uh, you're in Dallas, uh, Papa. I'm not sure if you're in Nashville or somewhere else in Tennessee, but uh, was it just a uh, a matter of convenience, or like how did that come about? Hold on, hold on, Papa. You're still you're still muted. Run your um run your uh, mouse up to the top of the screen where it says mute mic. It should be the second from the left. Yeah, the microphone is all the way on the left-hand side. Now, the great thing is, is nobody can see this. He's frantically <laughs> searching the top of the screen for this invisible uh, bar that won't show up until you scroll over it, uh, which is <laughs> somewhat awesome. Uh, you know, he's muted, so we can't hear him. But it's, well, I can it's answer great that. Okay. So, um, so basically, we um, looked in Dallas, we looked in um, Tennessee, um, we considered other options, but we wanted. 
that um, was the right price and had history to it. But I'll let Papa mm -hmm. continue from there if he's unmuted now. Oh, he, he just muted again. <laughs> I, I muted one more time. That's great. <laughs> one more time, buddy. He, he doesn't. He doesn't realize that we can't hear him. It's it's great. But so so, did you have like? Time. Did you have like a list uh, of cities or a list of potential you know city, and you just narrowed it down to Nashville, or was it like an elimination yeah, process, like the Olympics? Well, not we um, looked at a couple different buildings, and it came mm -hmm. down to the building and the date and the price and the history of the building. And okay. you know, the show is taking place at the fairgrounds, so and has a big um, wrestling history for people who are from the Nashville area. They're familiar with the fairgrounds. Right. Right. Yeah, that's understandable. There you um, go, Papa. No, yeah. Am I unmuted now? Yeah, buddy. You there are. You go. <laughs> I don't know why it keeps doing that. I've got the mouse down in the corner now, so hopefully <laughs> it won't happen again, but I can't guarantee it. Go for can it. You, can you still yeah, hear me? Can, yeah, you're good. I can hear you. Go for it. All right. Well, uh, I'm in, I live in Chattanooga. Okay. Which is, which is about 120 miles from Nashville. So I have a lot of contacts uh, in that area as well as in Chattanooga. Plus, our, our uh, partner in crime uh, that works at Kick Out of Two podcast, they're out of Nashville and works with the Southern Underground Pro. Uh, uh, Brittany Fernandez is helping us to uh, uh, put this event together. So she has kind of joined with Jeremy and I. There's almost three of us that are working on us, and she helped us to get that venue. Uh, it's an incredible venue there in nashville that has such a huge history in wrestling uh it, it, and i think it's important for people to know that where this event is held is where there's been a lot of wrestling history and that's one of the main reasons that we chose it and i just think people are going to have an incredible experience when they when they get there Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if you've never seen this venue before, uh, look at the Scenic City Invitational Tournament uh, videos on YouTube. Um, it's it's ab absolutely, it's going to be a spectacle. Um, it's a very nice arena, um, something very similar to our Showplace Arena here in the uh, Maryland, D.C. area. So uh, it's going to be a good time. But again, you know, just to reiterate again, um, we have Papa Hills, we have Jeremy Snyder, the founders of um, the Make It Towns Classic, which is going to be a one-day, two-show, 16-woman tournament down in Nashville, Tennessee, May 12th. First show's at 3 p.m., and the second show's at 7.30. So um, you definitely want to get down there. Just to name a couple of interests that's going to be on the show. Um, again, the 16-12 has been announced. Uh, keep a lookout on their official Twitter page at the mt classic uh, on twitter for every monday where a new entrant will be announced and tuesday too now now that, uh i think about it but so far we have uh, names such as jordan grace baby scott savannah stone delilah doom um faye jackson um sue young hudson envy um isla dawn i mean just those names alone, and then we, and we still got four more to go. And, and then, will you be having any other type of um, matches or anything going on as well, too? Well, I, I will say this: there is a rumor 
that there's going to be a couple of young stars that may be making an appearance uh, in uh, one or two auxiliary matches. We're not prepared to announce what that's going to be right now, but I, I would say there's a very high probability that you're going to see uh, some young up-and-coming uh, women wrestlers uh, in a couple of events or a couple of uh, matches uh, uh, in addition to the tournament. Awesome. So I want to I want to ask uh, a few a few um, just very simple questions. The Making Towns Classic. What does that title mean, or how did you come about with this title? Okay, well, I think it really kind of had its original uh, genesis in a, in a big story that I had written uh, that appeared uh, uh, called. Uh, uh, making towns before my world goes dark. Uh, when I kind of explained my history as a professional wrestling fan, and it got out there in the internet, and it got a lot of attention from a lot of different people, and I ended up winning the Sheedy Award for the uh, wrestling article of the year for that particular article, um, which is put out uh, by. Uh, 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 pro wrestling uh, uh, sheet. And I was not really expecting that. I would just wanted to, I just felt like I wanted to explain my whole history as a wrestling fan. So that's kind of the genesis of the idea of, of, of making towns. And then I'm out constantly going to different towns. And so is Jeremy. In fact, that's Jeremy's Twitter handle is making <laughs> towns guy. So making towns to us is not involves really pursuing independent wrestling at its core because there's nothing more exciting than being at a live wrestling event. It's not the same as watching it on TV and, or watching it on the tube. And believe me, I watch tons of wrestling <laughs> on the video, on the tube, whatever else on my phone, but there's nothing like the same excitement and the same feeling and experience you get from what we call making a town. And uh, as I said, that's Jeremy's Twitter handle. And that's kind of the genesis of the idea for the name. And it's our hope that the Making Towns Classic will become an annual event. We'll see how it all pans out. Now, obviously, we can't afford to lose thousands and thousands of dollars. So if we can't create a successful business mo model, we won't be able to do that. But I, I believe and our hope in the future is to move the Making Towns Classic to another location, again, building on this idea of of making towns, going to different cities, but still keeping the, the same central theme of uh, 16 great women battling for, for one crown. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that you said that you had some um, some promotions that weren't willing to have qualifying matches, but the idea was to have qualifying matches uh, for those participants to enter the tournament. How important is it to get in touch with uh, promotions around the country uh, and, and individuals, uh, yeah, how did that selection process uh, go about as you decided who to work with to uh, set up the Making Towns Classic uh, pool? Well, what, 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 it, what it boils down to is we have a number of contacts because of our visits, Jeremy and myself, around the country, and we've met various promoters and, and promotions. So basically, it was really trying to find out if there was going to be a fit where we would be able to fit with a promotion. Mm -hmm. They could hold a match for us 
we would have a winner come out of that match. Now, we don't try to influence the booking in any other promotion. That's their decision. But we were wanting to maybe pair with some promotions to promote their product as well as our product and build some excitement for the tournament. Uh, I don't think we ever expected that every single entrant would, would go in uh, through a qualifying event. But we wanted to generate interest. We wanted to generate excitement. And we wanted to pair with good promotions that we've, we've seen around the country. So, so that's where it came from. Uh, we actually have had some very good promotions and promoters that wanted to pair with us, but we weren't able to work the details out because the individual that Jeremy and I wanted to be in the tournament wasn't able to go uh, to where they they were at that specific date or they couldn't find the right opponent. So there have been a lot of, of, of issues. But I would say that if you want to build a tournament based on uh, all of the entrants coming through a process where they have have to wrestle someone else you have to really start early and you have to have a lot of connections and it takes a long time to map all of this out but i'm perfectly happy with our selection process because uh jeremy and i have seen literally every wrestler live that's in our tournament uh we know them we've negotiated how it's going to be handled with each person individually face to face this hasn't been something that's a lot of deals I don't think are made face to face, but I'm kind of a face to face guy. I want to look you in the eye and say, this is what we have. This is what we'd like to do. This is, you know, how it needs, you know, how it needs to go down. Um, next year, we may do more qualifiers. We'll just see what, what pans out. Um, my goal again is to this to be a huge showcase for women's wrestling. Um, but all, really just wrestling in general. It just involves women. Uh, you know, you mentioned the Scenic City Invitational. Well, I've been very closely involved with SCI and helping to, to uh, I'm not on the promotion team now. I have nothing to do with the booking or the signing of the, of the uh, uh, participants. But I'm very closely associated with that tournament because I help uh, boost that tournament in terms of hospitality. And I'm involved in a lot of other ways. I help set up the hotel space. I help set up the stuff at the city cafe. I help to promote and boost that. And it's become a very important destination event in independent wrestling. Uh, Scenic City Invitational is a wonderful brand. So many good uh, tournaments and, and other uh, events that they have. they got a rumble coming up February 10th. Uh, it's really going to be great. Um, but what I want uh, the Making Towns Classic to be is similar in some ways to the SCI and that I want it to become a destination event for people that love wrestling, that love to see women wrestle. And I want it to be a showcase to, sh to see what's possible. But the thing that makes SCI so successful is it's fan centered. And that's really what I want from the making towns classic. I want it to be fan centered where people who love wrestling, independent wrestling, who love to watch women wrestle, can meet each other, can share stories, can meet the wrestlers, can go home with a wonderful, great experience, something that can grow, and then they can come back and do the, do the same thing again the next year. So as a fan, um, I'm, I'll, I'll be in Nashville, obviously. Uh, what, what can I expect when doors open at 2 o'clock? Good question. Well, what one thing that's going to happen is we are going to have uh, 
meet and greet sessions before each of the two shows. Now, we don't know. We haven't identified exactly how many wrestlers are going to be there for the meet and greet for fans to be able to, you know, get a picture, purchase merchandise, do whatever. Uh, Jeremy and I are working on that process right now, but there will be one before each show. Uh, and we'll have uh, people that, that purchase a, a, a ticket to the meet and greet will have that opportunity to meet a number of these stars individually. Uh, we'll limit the number of people in these meet and greets uh, and, you know, uh, take pictures, purchase merch, get to know the wrestlers a little bit. So that will be uh, very fun, I think. Um, the uh, There'll be a lot of people. We have different sponsors that will have different things available that they can purchase. Uh, we will have merchandise of the Making Towns Classic. We'll definitely have shirts. We'll definitely have bags. We'll definitely have pins and possibly some other items as well. So there'll be a number of uh, classic uh, things that they can do. There also will be, as I said, an early uh, meet and greet before each show, which uh, Jeremy and I are putting together now. We'll have all the details on that uh, as, as things unfold. And uh, there, of course, will be refreshments and other things available. Uh, just a really wonderful facility there. Lots of table space, lots of open space uh, at the uh, uh, sports arena there at the fairgrounds. That was good. I was going to ask. I was like, what about the food? <laughs> food is great there. I don't know whether you've ever been there or not, but they have a lot of food there. They do have beer there at the, uh, at the fairgrounds. Uh, I've, I've been arena. told that I need to, a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, and I have no idea what that is. But Oh, Oh, you need to, uh, Jeremy and I have uh, uh, had this at the uh, restaurant near where Southern Underground Pro runs frequently. I think Jeremy had the hot chicken there. Am I right, Jeremy? Yeah, I did. And uh, yes, that's something you need to uh, yeah. enjoy. There's a thing There's that a National does that apparently I need to have. And I, I mean, that's just not to be understated. Uh, I'm there for the wrestling. But if you're a participant in the tournament, bring merch. Bring a size 3X. I'm coming, and I'm coming with my wallet. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what we want to hear. Uh, because I want it to be uh, an event where the uh, wrestlers that come in can also earn additional money by uh, selling what they have and, and getting some pictures out to fans and just uh, sharing what they do and how great they are and letting their brand be, be taken by the people that at the tournament – back to their communities where the, where they say, Hey, I want to see this wrestler here in my community. Now, uh, the Macon Towns classical course is live in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, is there any possibility of live streaming or video on demand service later? I'm going to let Jeremy answer that. Um, yes, there is. We're working on that right now. We plan to put it on a streaming service. Most likely if I had to say today it would be on power bomb for sure. But we may release it somewhere else before it hits power bomb. And I believe we'll put out on DVD. Some people still prefer DVDs over streaming. So when I, when I think about this now, that means that May 11th, Nova Pro is having a show, and that will be live on Powerbomb. Those Powerball guys are also going to be making the same trip that we're making from Virginia to Nashville right after the show. I don't believe they'll be making the same trip because we're using a video company who will shoot it and edit it for us. They shoot a lot of other um, companies who are recommended to use them. 
Okay. I see. It's not impossible. It could happen, but <laughs> but uh, we, we don't know. Well, who knows? But <laughs> there's means of there's means of that. Maybe um there's there's uh, there's another question I want to bring up, but again, I just want to go down the list of participants that have already been announced for the show. Uh starting off with Delilah Doom, Jordan Grace, Savannah Stone, Sue Young. Hudson Envy, Beta Scott, Isla Dawn, Samantha Heights, um, Angelus Lane, Ali Clatt, and Faye Jackson. Of the 12 people that's been named right now, you guys, one each. Speak to why this one person is going to make a significant impact in this tournament. Jeremy, you have any thoughts on that? Um, I'm... I think Savannah Heights is going to um, steal the show. She's um, wrestled a lot out of Dayton, Ohio. A lot of people are not familiar with her. I watched her first rise and shimmer. She's wrestled all over. She's starting to get more booking. Um, she, she, just has the, she has the character and everything down pat. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see her all over the country by the end of this year. And you, Papa? Boy, that's that's a tough question. Um, there's so many. Uh, one thing we've tried to do is we've tried to really make this a very diverse field. Uh, we've got some uh, baby faces. We've got some uh, powerful women. We've got some heels. Um, gosh, uh, I'm really excited about Sue Young coming because she's such an amazing character in wrestling. And she's held so many titles, she certainly would be one to watch if I had to pick one, but there's just so many. Uh, I gotta agree with, uh, with both of those statements because a lot of these wrestlers know each other. They've definitely worked with each other uh, recently. The last time we saw Faye Jackson, she was in a street fight with Veda Scott. Uh, you know, we've seen you know, I flew to Toronto to see Jordan Grace, and she absolutely stole the show for the uh, Canusa Classic. Um, Ali Clatt is another one that went from a trial show participant in last June to, you know, in the main event at, uh, at an Nova Pro show. So, and then there's a bunch of names that I don't know that I'm seeing for the first time, too. So it's the great thing about the field so far, and there's still four more to be renamed, is that I really have no idea on paper, it's fair game. There's no one standout to just run away with the field. It's anybody's ball game. Just to continue on the field, this field is loaded from top to bottom. Um, the wrestlers have wrestled all the way in Japan for stardom. They've wrestled all the way in Chicago for Shimmer, Rise, Queen of Combat, Beyond, Nova Pro, and places all the way out in California and even Canada. I don't think you can find a better... It's going to be hard even for anybody to top the level of field we've put together for this. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And it's so many different styles, so many different, uh, you know, techniques uh, that are going to be used. You know, Veda Scott is very crafty. Jordan, uh, you can't count Angela Lane. Uh, she may actually be a witch. We've seen her throw fire before. Um, uh, Jordan Grace is as strong as an ox. It, it, it's it's anybody's game, and it's all going to go down on May the 12th, a Saturday in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, there are two shows 
the first show is three o'clock central time, and then the second one is seven thirty central. Right. They're going to be right in that in that time frame. We may move a half hour one way or the other, but they're going to be very close to that time frame. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, and this is the Making Towns Classic, so I would have pres uh, presumed that this uh, the show there's going to be some kind of you know winner. There's a like a it's like a Survivor Series type of thing. Is it is it just bragging whites or do we have a trophy? You know, there's going to be a crown. Okay. It hasn't been designed yet. It oh. may be out of toothpicks. You know, <laughs> probably not. It'll probably be a little nicer than that. But we are <laughs> going to have a crown. And I think uh, our objective is to make the crown. Uh, it won't. We'll have something for the wrestler to carry home with them. But the crown will stay with the with the tournament. So there'll actually probably be two things that go to the winner. One for a crown to wear for for uh, a promotion and whatnot, then there'll be something else for the uh, uh, winner to take with them. Then each year we'll engrave the name of the winner in the crown. Oh, so like kind of like the Stand the Cup? Yes. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. That's pretty and awesome. I, and I see you've got that Stars jersey on, which I know makes Jeremy happy because he's a huge Stars fan. Well, I, I grew up watching uh, Mike Madonna and the boys, so it's, uh, I had to do it. So, I was at a Stars game a couple of weeks ago, and they had all their um, bottom players in the 99 uh, Stanley Cup team. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm a Devils fan, but um, I, I have a soft – there's a soft spot in my heart for the Stars. Yeah. So, so Papa, um, a question that um, I wanted to ask you and I wanted to be able to sh uh, share on air is we had a conversation in person, and you also wanted to – um, if you could be able to share the story, which also brought a little bit of motivation uh, for you personally and to want to conduct and build this show. Uh, what story now? This is uh, my story? Yes, your story. Your, 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 well, story, your story as, as to the motivation as to want to conduct this tournament as a promise you gave to someone. I think my story starts really from from uh, from when I'm a little kid, uh, from when I first started going to wrestling shows, and I, I was just amazed at the incredible characters, and amazed at that performance that was put on, that just put a twinkle in my eye and just totally captivated me and grasped my interest, and I was just totally all in on it. And going back to that time when wrestling was had a purity to me and had that appeal of look at these characters, look at this performance, uh, taking taking uh, me to that point, that is where I want to go back to. But the idea for the women came when I realized myself going to show after show after show all around the country. Oh my God, these women are great and they are not getting the attention they deserve. They're not getting the respect they deserve. They're not getting the showcase that they deserve 
where people on a broad basis can really see how fantastic they are, not as women, but as wrestlers. And that's really the driving force behind all of this for me is to set up that showcase because this broad uh, world of independent wrestling really needs to reach out and embrace women. Indie wrestling cannot survive without women as fans, as owners of promotions, as promoters, as referees, as participants in the ring, wrestlers. Uh, we need so much from every person in our community. We need people from different genders. We need people from different races. We need people from different religions. Wrestling is for everyone. Wrestling is for all. And not only that, it should be a community of respect. I don't care whether you're a man or a woman. I don't care what the color of your skin is. You are deserve, deserve and should expect to be respected. You should expect to be treated as a decent, equal human being like everyone else that's at a show that's participating or taking part in the show. I will say we're going to have a fairly strict <laughs> code of, of what we expect in terms of conduct in our tournament, because I do not want racism. I don't want sexism. I don't want ugly, hateful conduct at my tournament. And if you want to be racist and you want to be homophobic and you want to be sexist and you want to be inappropriate beyond all reason, you probably shouldn't come to my show or Jeremy in our show. And I, I'll let Jeremy speak to that. Yeah, um, first time I went to show Papa and was saying Papa told him one more time. He said, um, say this one more time, yeah, I'm going to put you out. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized that a lot of people at shows, um, people just don't respect the wrestlers. So sometimes they say very inappropriate things or, hey, you're at a show, but people need to realize that there's kids there. They don't want to hear, your parents don't want to hear you saying inappropriate things. We expect a good number of families or kids to show up at our show. So we'll have zero tolerance about certain things. I mean, I won't name any names because I don't like to give um, negative people any media, but I saw a video today where someone um, said, um, said something he was filming at a wrestling show that he probably shouldn't have been and was saying something. And we will put up with none of that. And I'm sure you guys know what video I'm referring to if you're on Twitter today. Oh, yep. I don't have a Twitter. It, Bob Papa's definitely been a very advocate, a very big advocate online on uh, wrestling shows, supposed to be family friendly and just the place for everybody to be able to have a good time and enjoy themselves. Where there should be no form of hostility or anyone happen to be uncomfortable. So, you know, without a shot of a doubt, that I knew that coming into the um, the Mega Towns Classic, that I would be in a very loving and family friendly uh, environment and. It was without a doubt um, an opportunity that I knew I wanted to be able to be a part of and work with, and um, you know, help help get this show 
the promotion it needs and you know get the people there that want to go and try to do whatever i can to try to make this as big as a spectacle as it, as, as it should be so um it's going to be a good time so you know when you get down to nashville not only are you going to get a good show are you going to meet new friends you're going you're going to meet wrestlers that you probably wanted to to meet your entire indie wrestling career or or, or, or whatever life in wrestling you're going to you're going to leave being a fan of someone that you didn't know about until after the show. It's, it's all around. It's, it's just going to be a good time. I, well, I think it's, I think it's going to be fantastic. And I really appreciate you guys working with us. Uh, the making towns classic is going to be a family show. And uh, I don't want to be unreasonable about what I expect from conduct because I want people to boo the people they don't like. I want people to cheer for the people that they do like. That's never an issue. It's just the totally inappropriate and offensive conduct that I'm referring to. And I think we all know what that is. Yeah. Uh, that's what I have a concern about. I, I want you to boo the characters that you don't like. That's a huge part of it. I want you to cheer for the characters that you do love. And I want the fans to be totally invested in what's going on. And it should be about what's happening in the ring. It should be the stories that are told. And I certainly hope this is going to be a great storytelling tournament because I'm all about stories in wrestling. And I want the fans to be totally invested in the characters in the ring and the performances in the ring. And I don't want them to be thinking about me. I don't want them to be thinking about Jeremy. I don't want them to be thinking about uh, other fans, I want them to be invested in the wrestling and in what is going on in the ring because that's what it's all about. Now, now the one thing I was I, what I was referring to earlier was um, when we were at the Nova Pro Show in November. You you mentioned about um, a young female that um, that you had a chance of, I guess, being a mentor to in her life, and she had passed early. Yes. And, uh, uh, okay, that was a, that's been a huge part of the whole thing with the Making Towns Classic, uh, too. Uh, I used to teach in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, for many years before I came to uh, Tennessee and North Georgia. And in addition to teaching, I coached. And uh, I had a uh, one of my uh, favorite uh, players uh, was also a student of mine in class, but... Um, uh, I coached her uh, uh, in a women's uh, soccer team, and she was also interested in being on my wrestling team because I was a wrestling coach, although she never was on the wrestling team. Uh, but we had a lot of conversations about the fact that women or females weren't getting the same amount of opportunities that, that, that guys were getting. Uh, and uh, th we discussed this many, many times. And uh, I remember one time in particular, she told me that uh, she'd like to wrestle, but she didn't think there was any opportunities beyond you know, just high school. Uh, and uh, so she never did wrestle for me, although I did have a couple of other females on the team. Uh, but uh, I was very close to her in, in class as well as, as uh, a soccer coach. Uh, she got uh, very uh, ill and uh, died suddenly of spinal meningitis in her senior year. And uh, I had seen her uh, the day uh, that she died uh, that afternoon. She actually, I came in from soccer practice and she came in from uh, playing tennis. 
Uh, she got very sick that night, uh, had spinal meningitis, and she died uh, the next day, and uh, or maybe that night. And that's that's never left me. Uh, you know, I told her, well, I'll do. You know, I always try to promote women. I'll, I'll you know, I'll do what I can. So that's always been kind of in the back of my mind as as a motivation for this too. Uh, but uh, I love coaching and I love teaching, which I did for, for many years uh, uh, before I retired. And uh, it, it's, it's a way of giving back, uh, which I think is, is a good thing. Uh, it's time for women to be recognized. And uh, so that's, I don't talk about that often, but that, that did have a big impact on this. No, Don, I appreciate you sharing that, too. I know you said that um, you would be open to doing that. I think a lot of people need to hear that, too, that, you know, just just another piece of the motivation that um, gets you to uh, want to put on one show and just a lot of the, your mental as far as wanting to help promote um, women's wrestling. Um, so the important thing that we haven't covered tonight is where do we get tickets? Let's talk about pricing and everything else. All right, very good question. Here's what's going on with the tickets right now. We're going to give them a couple more days. Do we decide, Jeremy, if they want to get the discounted front row package? Yeah, we're going to give a few more days to that. We'll have four more days. They can get front row package to both shows for $45, which is a pretty doggone good deal. Now, after that, early next week, we're going to put up ticket prices for packages that will be up for, for the month of February. It won't be for single shows because there's two shows on the day, but for packages. The price goes up on the front row to $50 next week. On the second row, it's going to be $40. And on the third row, it's going to be $30 for both shows. Then general admission will start selling those packages for $20 for both shows. That's beyond the third row. That'd be like fourth, fifth row or beyond. And those those uh, ticket package prices will be posted next week. And people can order them uh, by uh, PayPaling me at uh, MikeHales57 at gmail.com. And Jeremy, I believe, is working on an alternative way to purchase the tickets, too, right, uh, when he gets those packages up. We haven't set that yet, but they can always buy through me. Um, through my uh, PayPal account. Jeremy, anything to add to that? Um, no, that covers all the tickets. Um, as we know, we probably announced 12. We'll have four to go. And the field will be complete in the next two weeks. And then on February 19th, we'll start announcing the first round matches for the show. So it's really not that far away from the show. So go ahead and order your tickets and come have a great time in Nashville, Tennessee on May 12th with us. Sounds good yeah, to me. Good to I will say that we've sold a, a pretty good number of front row packages already, but there's still some left. Uh, so, we're, you know, we're okay. Uh, but, uh, again, it's first come, first serve. So uh, I would act on this fairly quickly if I wanted to be in the front row. Yeah, you definitely want to be up close and personal with the action uh, for both shows. And for $45, I mean, that's – for forty five dollars for two shows is better than some indie promotions would do for one show. So that's actually a, a very attractive deal there. 
especially with the quality of the field, which is, is pretty fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, the, so there is definitely a value associated with this cost. And I think that that's uh, kind of beyond compare because I know that I'm going to spend a lot more money than $45 for one show uh, in different parts of the country over the year. So, but still, the tickets are you know available for front row packages now. Um, and you can get them through Papa Hales. And uh, of course, Making Towns Classic on Twitter has all of the information. The MT Classic, T H E M T Classic. Uh, the show is May 12th in Nashville, Tennessee. And of course, you can uh, get at Jeremy at Making Towns Guy on the Twitter machine as well. So, or, or Mike Hales 9 on the Twitter machine if you have any questions, you know, comments, concerns, you shoot them online and I'm sure they'll get back at you and, uh, with the quickest of speeds. But uh, the Making Towns Classic is going down. We've been kind of excited about this for since la late last year. And, you know, much success to the tournament. And uh, since we have four more entrants to, to go, uh, you know, there's still a bit of mystery. And, and not only this tournament itself and who was going to win it, but how, who, how, does it, how do you seed a tournament like this, considering how many strong competitors that there are? With the field so loaded, it's really going to come down to the individual matchups that will get a person through. Oh, I think so. And it, it, it's really almost demands that you go to both shows because you're going to have those one-on-one -on -one matches in the first round. And we don't know at this point yet who's going to win those matches. It's not impossible. There might be a wrestler that you want to see that if you decide you're just going to come to the late show, you miss them because they were only in the first show. Or maybe they'll be in the second show. I mean, I don't know. Uh, those decisions have not been made at this point. Those, those, you know, we don't know how that's going to pan out uh, in the story. We just don't know. Yeah, I mean, and upsets happen. Uh, if if anybody follows college basketball in March, upsets happen all the time. So don't think that your horse is going to make it to uh, the end of the show. That may not happen. So you definitely want to get into that on that front row package while you can before the prices go up next week. Absolutely. And we will uh, post, uh, we'll have VIP periods uh, before each of the two shows. Uh, there will be a fee for that. It won't be, a, it won't be hefty. Uh, we're talking maybe $15 for each show to get in early and have that extra time with the wrestlers uh, uh, and get some pictures and merch from them. Uh, so we'll have those announcements up here pretty soon too. All right. Sounds good. So, before we get out of here, a, a, a few announcements coming from our corner. Um, again, Make It Towns Classic, May 12th, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and, you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know, we uh, frequently partner with uh, Nova Pro Wrestler, who's also throwing the show um, May 11th in Northern Virginia. So you may wonder, well, how do you attend both shows? Granted, if you're in the DMV area and you're looking for means of transportation to get down to the Make It Towns Classic, step over to our uh, website at the Big Gold Belt, uh, excuse me, BigGoldBeltGroup.com and join the Make It Towns Classic chariot where you can ride our bus with a lot of talent, um, fans, friends, and other people who all will be attending down to the Mega Towns Classic, all in style. It's going to be one spectacle. It's going to be fun. I mean, could you could you imagine? And 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 on top of that, granted, this this enables you to go to both the Nova Pro Show, get you down to Nashville, 
for both shows and time to even have some time to tour Nashville a little bit if you want. Make it to both shows. And then when the show's over, get you back home on Sunday just in time for Mother's Day. It's it, it all it, it it all works. Don't worry about gas. Don't worry about your car maybe not making it down. Don't worry about your sleep because you can sleep on the bus. Don't worry about I don't know toes. Will there'll be refreshments and stuff on it? You have nothing to worry about. You just have fun, uh, communicate and and, and 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 network with other fans. Uh, like I said, talent give, gives you a chance to get merch early. And 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 I'll, I, Jamal can tell you, merch is not always granted there. You wait till the last moment, and let's you know your shirt's not there. That's why I don't have a Keith Lee shirt because I waited. But it's it's all good. Actually, I just ordered it too from Pro Wrestling Tees. But yes, oh, you, mean, um, you, mean, you mean this Keithley shirt? Uh, yeah, that that Keithley shirt. Oh, that, okay. It's cool. It's cool. But uh, yeah, that that. And then um, two also two. Stay tuned because this is just episode one of our series of the Make It Time Classic. We will be um posting numerous entrants of the tournament. I'm getting their point of view and their thoughts about being in this monumental tournament, as well as their other promotions that they're working, um, and just and just all things them. So you know, stay tuned because all the way from now into May, the Big Old Belt Podcast will be making towns classic central. You you can step over to our website for any additional information. Um, obviously, if you have any questions, um, reach out to us. We'll reach out to Papa or step over to their page. All their information is all listed on our page. All the information is on the YouTube. It's all there. But again, if we're just here to help, um, so just let us know. And um, we hope to see you down there 100%. Uh, the, the opportunity is there. So again, you got, if you're in the natural area, you have means of transportation for yourself. It's there. If you need means of transportation, we have the bus, the bus ride going down there for you. You don't want to miss out on this, on this event, period. I mean, honestly, there's really no excuse to miss out because we're giving you a ride to the show. Yep. So um, it, it's a hell of a long drive through uh, you're down 81 to 40 to get into Tennessee. And it's another six hours past that to Nashville. Just leave the driver to us and we'll get you there in the morning. It's an awesome time to see the show. Load up with some hot chicken. Don't burn yourself. See the show, get back on the bus, and we head back to DC in time for some, uh, for Mother's Day. Uh, you know, bigogogroup.com. Uh, that's where you can find information on the bus uh, tour. But the, the most important thing is, I uh, hope by crook, get to Nashville. Uh, do that. Book your hotels, whatever you got to do. Be in Nashville May 12th for the Making Towns Classic. I'll, I will actually be flying in early because I want to see the Nashville sounds of their new ballpark uh, because of, for baseball reasons. But I will definitely be there on Saturday, May 12th, for the Make It Towns Classic as well. But That's right. Papa and, and, and Jeremy, I just do want to you know thank you for, for coming on and, and shedding some light on this. And you know, as time you know progresses towards the tournament, I mean it's it seems so far away, but we know that it's really so close as we start February. Uh we're really on the road to the Make It Towns Classic. Yep. Excited for that. Yeah. So, so thank fellas, you for having us on today. Not, not a problem. I mean, by any means, if you need anything, you know, let us know. We'll, we'll do our best. Uh, we will, we will definitely catch up with you guys again. Um, as more news is released, uh, we want to make sure we keep all the fans updated. Um, but yeah, we're 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 here. We we can't wait. We can't get 
it's going to be exciting. These few months are going to fly by. That's the crazy thing. It's February now. We're counting like, oh, three months, four months. It, next day, no, it's going to be here. So um, can't wait. Before we get out here, do you guys have any other announcements or news or anything you want to share before we leave? Yeah. Um, well, thanks for the support, guys. Um, in February, we will be at the Southern Underground Pro on February 25th. If anyone wants to prefer to buy tickets in person from us, they're able to. And I'm sure we'll hit a couple shows in March and probably one a couple in April. And as you said, we're getting very close to May 12th every week at this case. So. Yeah, absolutely. Anything to add, Papa? Guys, one second. What Jeremy said, we will have tickets uh, available uh, starting on uh, that Southern Underground Pro uh, in uh, Nashville on May 25th. And uh, you'll be able to purchase them uh, from us directly at various shows. Uh, we will have some available uh, as we go about our travels. Jeremy's on his way to England here pretty soon, I believe. So uh, he'll be out of the country for a week. Is that right, Jeremy? Yeah, on February 6th, I'm heading over to London. Yep. Awesome. But thank you again for having us on. We're just so excited. I think things are shaping up to be a, a, a fantastic event. Uh, and we want to tell a really great story uh, in the tournament. And again, it really is intended to be fan-centered. It's a fan event for people to share and build on and make friendships that they can carry on for years and years throughout uh, their association with independent wrestling. So it's just such a great opportunity for us and uh, the talent, but especially for fans. It's more like a, a love letter to the fans than anything. That's right. Cannot That's right. wait. Well, again, stay tuned for us each week. We, uh, we plan to try to have something very special for you guys. Uh, we're still working some things out, but to stay tuned because, uh, like I said, we, we are completely invested moving forward and make sure we bring you guys the latest news, um, exclusive interviews and conversations, um, uh, for everything with the Mega Towns classic. So, um, just, you know, keep an eye on our social medias as we'll be updating it, uh, updating you guys, um, as it comes. But for me, two chances for my co-host Jamal, we thank you guys for tuning in. Top of Hills, Jeremy, thank you for joining the show. The Mega Towns classic, everybody, May 12th, be there, step over to the Twitter page, Get your tickets now. And we will catch you guys next week. Thank you.